Merry Christmas and welcome to the At The Flicks Advent Calendar. Every day from the 1st of December up to and including the 24th of December, we will be giving you a recommendation for a Christmas film to watch to get you in that festive mood. Some will be films that you know, some you won't. Here's today's recommendation. recommendation today is the original black and white Miracle on 34th Street, made way back in 1947. Bet you remember that well, Neil. And now classic Christmas movie, which the studios were so confident in, they released it in June and retitled it The Big Heart. Chris Kringle, played by Edmund Gwynn, is in New York to watch the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade. He is shocked to find the Santa Claus book for the event is drunk. Chris reports this to festival organiser Doris Walker, played by the brilliant Maureen O'Hara, who asked Chris, a dead ringer for Father Christmas, if he would take his place in the parade. Try that with today's health and safety rules. He is so successful, he is offered the job of Macy's in-store Father Christmas for the holiday season. The only problem is... Chris actually believes he is the real Santa Claus, and his belief is going to end up in the biggest legal battle New York has ever seen. What do you want for Christmas, Peter? I want a fan, and this like the big ones, only small, it has a rose, it's got 12 at one, and I won't do it in the house, I'll only do it in the backyard, I promise. Macy's ain't got me. Nobody's got me. Well, Peter, I can tell you're a good boy. You'll get your fire engine. Oh, thank you very much. You see, I told you he'd get me one. Mm, that's fine. That's just dandy. Listen, you wait over there. Mama wants to thank Santa Claus, too. Say, listen, what's the matter with you? Don't you understand English? I tell you, Macy's ain't got any. Nobody's got any. I've been all over. My feet are killing me. Fine thing, promising the kid. Now, you don't think I would have said that unless I was sure, do you? You can get those fire engines. At Schoenfels on Lexington Avenue. Only eight fifty, a wonderful bargain. Schoenfels? I don't get it. Oh, I keep track of the toy market pretty closely. Does that surprise you, sir? Surprise me. Macy, sending people to the store. Are you kidding me? Well, the only important thing is to make the children happy. And whether Macy or somebody else sells a toy doesn't make any difference. Don't you feel that way? Huh? Oh, me? Oh, yeah, sure. Only I didn't know Macy's did. Well, as long as I'm here, they do. I don't get it. No? I just don't get it. I'll tell you what I don't get. How does a studio make one of the greatest Christmas films of all time and then do everything it can to make you think it's not a Christmas movie? Let me explain. Miracle on 34th Street was released in June, yeah, June 1947, with a title of The Big Heart. To further disguise its setting, the trailer has Fox stars talking about the feature in glowing praise without showing a single clip or mentioning the festive setting. Why? Well, I think for two reasons, and both of those involve studio head Daryl F. Sanek. From the beginning, he didn't like the script, thinking it too corny. Director and scriptwriter George Seaton, however, really believed in the project. Finally, Zanuck relented. 
but made Seaton accept his next three films of 20th Century Fox unconditionally. Then, when the film was well into production, a Christmas-themed movie opened and flopped. That film was It's a Wonderful Life, which must have spooked the hard-nosed Zanuck. His answer, as we have seen, was to release his film in the summer and not tell people what it was about. Yet Miracle is Christmas to its core. To prove this, let's go back to the initial idea for the movie. Story writer Valentine Davis, when faced with the ever-increasing onslaught of Christmas shopping, thought, what would Father Christmas make of this if he walked among us? In that statement are the two ideas at the heart of the movie, faith and commercialism. Both are perfectly balanced in this version of Miracle on 34th Street, in a way they aren't in the two remakes, one in 73 and one in 1994. Of course, one of the other things these remakes are lacking is Edward Gwynn, who was born to play the role of Chris Kringle. He is so believable, he won the Best Supporting Actor Oscar for this film and accepted the award with the words, Now I know there's a Santa Claus. In fact, he's so good here, I see him in every film he appears in as this character. And that was true on set. Young Natalie Wood, eight at the time of filming, thought he was Father Christmas. All the stars and crew loved him. When they were filming in New York, just before Christmas 1946, stars Maureen O'Hara, John Payne and Edward Gwynn would walk down Fifth Avenue and people would just stop and stare at Gwynn. As Maureen O'Hara was to say later, I knew then he was going to make a big splash as Santa Claus. I also think setting it in New York, the heart of American consumerism, was another factor in its success. Of course, it had to be set there for the Macy's idea to work. But regardless of that fact, it also captured that no-nonsense New Yorker attitude that helps make it stand out today, over 70 years later. Indeed, the 1946 Macy's Thanksgiving Parade was extensively filmed for inclusion in the film, and Macy's allowed Edward Gwynn to be the Santa Claus in the parade that year. I guess if that had gone wrong, they would have had to wait another year for reshoots. Talking of things that could go wrong, Fox made the film on faith that major department store rivals Macy and Gimbel's would sign off on the finished film. If they didn't, then they would have had to have refilmed major portions or potentially scrapped the project altogether. Thankfully, both groups loved the movie. Returning to our beginning and Daryl Zanuck's worry of failure, totally unfounded as the film, even when released in the summer, made back four times its budget and was to win three Oscars. One we've spoken of, the other two went to Valentine Davis for the original story and to George Seaton for his script. Vindication for a must-see Christmas classic, a film that will melt the hardest of hearts. Finally, and proof of the film's continued significance. In 1999, the organisers of Macy's world-famous Christmas window displays wanted something special to mark the end of the century. They chose scenes from this true Christmas classic, unveiled by star Maureen O'Hara. As she said at the time, I know John Payne, Natalie Wood and Chris Kringle are up in heaven, looking down on us and smiling. I can think of no higher praise. And 
finally, yesterday's Christmas cracker was, which Lethal Weapon film is set at Christmas? The answer is the first one. Today's Christmas movie question. Whose songs are used in the recent Christmas hit movie, Last Christmas? See you tomorrow with the answer.